Hello, I'm Simon Farrell-Green, and I'm the editor of Here magazine, and we're delighted to be bringing you this series of wonderful New Zealand houses, along with our friends at Altherm Window Systems. Over the next year, we'll be talking with top New Zealand architects about a recent design, learning how it came to be, and why the people who live in it love it so much. We'll have beautiful videos, lovely photographs, and some great yarns. But we're also going to feature a podcast with each project where I get to chat with the architect and hear the story behind the design. It's a chance for us to sit down at length and hear the full story. From the city to the country, from large and luxurious to small and clever, I hope you'll follow along with us as we explore these wonderful New Zealand houses. Sometimes houses don't quite turn out how you thought they would, but the result is better than you ever thought it would be, and you wonder how it ever could have been any different. When you come up the gravel driveway of this house by Kerr Ritchie Architects in Dalefield near Queenstown, there's a long black house surrounded by mature trees. You'd never know that, rather than a new build, it's actually a renovation of a 1970s Lockwood. The project was meant to be a stopgap, a temporary measure before a new house was constructed on another part of the site. But thanks to a fairly spectacular bit of scope creep, it turned into a major renovation, and ideas of a new house slowly faded away. Now it's crisp and angular, the original pitched roof of the main house and a new monopitch extension beside it. They're stained black with crisp detailing. The spaces aren't huge, but they work hard, and there's an ever-present connection with the outdoors. Architects Pete Ritchie and Bronwyn Kerr join us now. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Nice to be here. This is, um, this is a great spot. It's, it's quite unusual. You, you think of central Otago as being rock and tussock and, and you know, kind of quite raw spaces, mm. but this is um, almost kind of domestic. Mm. Well, these um, sites, they were created in the, in the 1970s as 10-acre blocks south in the Wakatipu Basin. And, um, you know, and they were um, probably generally inhabited by, you know, bat- smaller, more modest um, scale batches and so forth with people who lived down in Southland and Dunedin who um, came up and, and um, for, a, for their holiday retreats and they tend to come in here and, you know, and, and these sites and plant, um, you know, a lot of, well, probably a lot of exotic trees really and um, to made, made, their, made their little homes here. Mm. It's just it's got a it's got a lovely sense of almost kind of you know you can sense that it's been inhabited for a, a long time on the site rather than being you know in a in a new subdivision or, or something kind of new and raw. Mm. It, Probably the big established trees. I mean, it's very sheltered and nestled in here, and that that's a you know makes it feel extremely established. And it's got some nice topography as well around the site. It's a nice, nice rolling contour, which always helps to nestle these houses houses in. And, of course, you, you know, with, it also gives you this... Um, with the um, nature of the topography, gives you um, some great aspects, like up straight up to Coronet Peak. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, I mean, give us a little bit of, of, of background here. It wasn't meant to be a renovation, was it? There was You, you first came here for quite a different purpose. That, that's right. Yeah, we, we first um, met the client on site and we walked over the um, adjacent paddock and we, um, we looked at that with, in, in, in light of building a new, a new house on the site. And um, 
I I had this feeling that the Clyde hardly even knew this this cottage existed in, in a way. But um, it was sitting down in, in the in, you know in the bottom of the paddock and. Um, you know, somewhat, somewhat neglected. It had been it hadn't had a lot of work on it since probably it was built. Really, besides a, reno, a renovation in the nineteen seventies, and um, you know, it, 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 the client said, "Well, maybe we should, you know, we should give it a look of paint and and uh, you know, see what see what we can do with it whilst we build the new house. Somewhere, somewhere to sort of um, put down some roots for a couple of years while the new house is being built." So, so literally, it was just going to be a paint job. Literally, paint, just paint in the interior of the Lockwood, so it wasn't, you know, all dark timber, yeah. and perhaps a new bit of a fresh kitchen. That was pretty much all we were looking at I, initially. I, I can recall actually just in, in terms of this house here, actually just just ringing a painter and to say, look, you know, can you give us a scope to just actually just, um, you know, paint the paint the Lockwood out and, and, and white it out really, and and that was and that was it and. And um, yeah, and as you said, um, <laughs> spectacular bit of scope creep. Yeah, yeah. Scope, yeah scope creep. Because we've so, done a little bit more than that. We have, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I think that's that's the thing is that a Lockwood house is a pretty basic, and the old school kind of Lockwood is pretty um, basic sort of construction down in these parts. So there was no insulation besides the bit of the timber walls and. Um, and then the, there was the windows were kind of single glazed and old and leaky, um, so there were there were a few things. Well, we were concerned that they might get cold initially. I guess they was. weren't often. I mean, when these sort of batches are they batches or cribs in this part of the world? Cribs, <laughs> cribs. technically, cribs. I don't know. <laughs> they weren't built for, for winter, were they? They were built for they're generally sort of summer houses rather than. I think, winter houses. I, I think so, but although I think the people, I think you know, people obviously used to come here to go skiing and so forth, and I think people yeah. were just a little bit hardier, possibly. You know? <laughs> well, they had lower I mean, they, expectations. Well, they had lower, yeah, they, they, you know, they had to fill a hot water bottle up, and they had to, um, you know, put a big put a big fire on. And yeah, and, well, um, there was a big fire in here, big fireplace. Pete um, used to stay here in this house actually when yeah, years I, ago. He had a friend that flattered here. Yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> a few parties here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, stayed in the cold back bedroom, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, what was the what was the tipping point? You know, you started with the paint job, and then maybe it's windows, and maybe we'll do some insulation. At what point did you kind of go? I actually know we're 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 going down a whole different path here. Well, I think yeah, I could, we we could see that gradually happening, and we kind of, and I guess we kind of started keep questioning with the client we sort of said well you know you are spending a lot uh, you know considerable amount of money on this house I mean are we is it the right thing to do to start with some Lockwood bones and to work work it over as opposed to um, you know starting afresh and we you know we had a we had a quantity surveyor look at it and you know he gave us some you know, reasonably large numbers and you know and um, well at the end of the day you know the, the, the clients the clients right and they and they, they wanted to push on and 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 but I don't think that they intended to push on as as far as as they did. You know, I think it was always it just it just kind of got it just got bigger and bigger. And once it, once you start, it was hard, I guess it's hard to stop. Because you yeah. ended up completely rebuilding half of it, didn't you? That, that's right. Yeah, the, the back half was actually um, the seventies alteration was um, 
um, you know, it was very close to the ground and it was sort of rotting out and was a rat infestation and there was all sorts of things that, that weren't so good and, and, re- <laughs> and really the, the, the bones of it were just a shambles and so we decided, look, let's just, let's just actually um, take the whole thing away and, um, and rebuild it and, you know, and it gave us a little bit more scope just to um, actually add another bedroom in as well. We just pushed the building out a little bit further towards the bank and um, got that extra room in, which I think for the, for this family has um, been very useful. And I guess the other thing it does is it kind of create spaces with a different kind of scale, um, because the you know the original Lockwood rooms are, are very kind of compact and small, and um, that the new spaces are much more lofty, and so there's a bit of contrast there. Yeah, this this. Still reasonably small, but as Bromwyn says, lofty, and I think yeah. that makes a big difference. Mm. So, yeah. I mean, they've got tall windows in them. Although, having said that, the um, uh, you know the scale of the Lockwood spaces is something that's quite quite nice. That that's retained the scale of, which is somewhat smaller than than perhaps you would build today. Yeah, like the space we're sitting in now is, you know, is the kitchen, dining, living room, and it, and really, it's very seldom these days we would do a, a, you know, such a small public space in a house. You know, it would it would normally, um, you know, be, well, probably twice this twice the size in reality. So, um, but you know, again, there's something nice about the modesty of of how it how it turned out, and it's, and, and the clients, to their credit, they've everything they've done has been of a high quality, and and you know, just having that modesty with a high quality, it, it's 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 quite lovely, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the interiors are, are interesting. I mean, they're almost sort of quite luxy in a way, aren't they? Mm. You know, you've got Absolutely. these quite small spaces, yeah. but really high mm. high finishing mm. to mm. them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you've you've crammed an awful lot in. I mean, what are some of the things that you did in terms of the planning to make it to make it work? Because you've got, like you say, it's not a huge footprint, but you've got four bedrooms, you've got a couple of bathrooms. Hmm. There's actually there's a lot going on. Hmm. Well, well, possibly to answer your question is that we actually just ended up largely following the existing plan <laughs> yeah. in a way. <laughs> yeah, that that was the bathroom. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you know the the scale of the hallway was sort of started. It was it was dictated by the original hallway and yeah, the planning is kind of relatively. It's not so much the change. I, you know, I guess it would have been a little bit perverse as well to all of a sudden have you know massive bedrooms when you've got such a such a, t- a tight public space as well. So I think the, I think the house probably feels proportionally reasonably correct you know in terms of the scale of the mm. bedrooms versus the living spaces and so but forth. then you've also they don't feel like small rooms because as you say they've got those those really big lofty ceilings and mm. really big windows particularly mm. in that, that mm. along that front facade but those so it's almost sort of a, mm. a full wall of of window mm. Yeah. But as you say, the little bunk room out the back is really, <laughs> really gorgeous because of its tiny scale. Yeah, too, that's, so. that's we, we, mm. I think that's all our favourite room actually. <laughs> mm. Beautiful cabinetry yeah. and little slot windows and stuff. Yeah. Well, that's that's something which we really like, and when we're designing houses in general, actually, is to creating a variety of spaces, and you know, not not just creating sort of one big large house where all the rooms are the, are the same, like a hotel. We kind of we like to sort of. Uh, be able to sort of uh, create that, that variety here. Yeah. yeah. Mm. You've got a, a particular challenge here as well, which is not something that we deal with in the rest of the country, which is you've got these kind of roasting hot summers and then, um, you know, really cold mm-hmm. winters. What are, I mean, you've been here a long time now. What are some of the things that you've learned to do to, to make houses work? I mean, we're sitting here in 
it's roasting hot day outside it's mm. lovely cool in here mm-hmm. what, are, what are some of the things that you've you've kind of learned over the years insulation <laughs> <laughs> well, so, I mean that was well that was the f- you know fundamental thing good windows and some insulation because yeah it really um, was there was very little in here um, so we actually relined the whole interior with a um, a decent insulation board um, so that was quite a relatively simple fix I guess um, in some ways because they were talking about repa- repainting the interior mm. anyway um, and yeah and then the incrementally the exterior got reclad as well which looks fantastic mm. um, I think as well yeah, we've got these reasonably deep recesses in, in, the, in, the, in the eaves here and um, you know so you can sort of see you're sitting here now and this, the sun's not coming directly in um, you know in, in the summer in the summertime with a sun angle and so you know that and that you know, it's that comfort level. You're you're sitting here. You're not scorching. You know, it's, so it's um, you know, and obviously in winter time, as the sun drops lower, the sun will, will will come in. So it's just you know, it's pretty fundamental mm. kind of um, um, design considerations. Mm. Yeah. And the yeah, there's a decent size um, wood burner, and having um, having a, the concrete surround does um, uh, you know, that's a little bit of a heat sink mm-hmm. um that was also an aesthetic thing but um mm. what about, what other heating oh we've put radiators there's radiators throughout as well so mm-hmm. for a small space it's got um it's got some decent heating yeah. in it and yeah, we've got a little a few sort of sc- screens over the top of some of the higher windows as well on, on the newer wing just to, to, to help sort of reduce some of that heat that can come in because you know it's we are focused on creating warm houses, but equally, you know, it, it can be slightly problematic creating houses, and particularly in summertime, which get which get just get too hot and get mm. blasted. So it's a there's, there's a there's a fine line. I mean, it's it's very um, easy to come down here and see these lovely views and wanted to build these glass boxes, but you know, in reality, mm. walls are you, they can be a friend and you know they're, yeah. they're useful. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know. So, yeah, I mean, certainly not all glass on the north side here, and as you could see standing outside before it's just <laughs> incredibly hot and mm. blisteringly so so yeah I mean some of the existing openings in the Lockwood are really um, interesting the the big sort of half half pitched wall of, of glass so that um, so that was really nice thing to retain and just replace um, and we I mean we added skylights in a lovely slot in the in the kitchen um, but um, we yeah, also we also um, put some um, cute little windows in the bedrooms to 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 work around the work around yeah. the bugs. and remove some windows. You know, yeah. funny little laundry windows and things that um, didn't necessarily do anything for the elevations or the space. Mm-hmm. Um, and the and the new window in the new wing, the windows are obviously kind of taller and more contemporary. Um, yeah. Yeah, and they've just got uh, some, you know, some some cedar shutters which um, run over the the tops to, um, you know, stop some of the some of the central Otago sun coming in and, uh, and control, controlling some heat. Um, yeah, and there's kind of um, one of I guess one of the sort of when we think about it, one of the larger things we did was take out the um, spiral staircase and um, and put in a ladder up to the little loft, which gives a lot more space, you know, in a, in a small space. And um, then creates that whole wall of, of, of books and 
and yeah. joinery. We've done it a few times. We've sort of included a ladder into a into a bookshelf. Yeah, know, that's and, true. Yeah, yeah, um, a number of projects, and, and um, it's, it seems to be quite 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 effective. Mm. Tell me a bit about um, how you've articulated things on the outside, because I think you, you alluded to it before that it looks spectacular, you know, especially as you come up the driveway. It's really crisp. It doesn't read as an old house with a new bit. It hmm. reads as a, a, a kind of a complete form. Well, the, um, um, there's, I mean, obviously it's re- reclad and um, and the but the elements of the um, entrance, because the entrance porch was something that was... Uh, the client wanted um, and uh, we must have changed that round a little bit at the front but anyway so so there's the box of the entrance port court, which is quite crisp yeah the, then, entry, the entry was previously pretty raw it was just basically a little step which up to the up, up to the front door so it was kind of slightly recessed in I think and yeah so we've made it proud so it's generous and it's crisp and it's got some storage in there and then the um, this sort of veranda side on the north edge as well is, is a similar kind of box form. Um, yeah, and then the new addition is, um, yeah, it was, it was kind of an interesting exercise to fit in with the, um, with the existing form mm. and avoid some windows. We just, we, we just ended up playing a little bit with the, with the, with the uh, cedar and, you know, some of it is horizontal cedar and some of it is vertical. We sort of just, we, we did a little, you know, it's little subtle things like that. We sort of just twist, twisted it around a little bit um, from, from face to face just, just to, um, it might have been a little bit of a play on what was, what was there, but also just... Um, yeah. I mean, I think the new elements needed to be quite strong to... Um, Sort of stand against this sort of very simple pitch form of the um, of the existing house. Hmm. And they had to look really good with the Messy Ferguson as well. That was, yeah, that was, that was important. And the Land Rover. <laughs> and the Land Rover. That's yeah, right. an impressive collection of vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> it is a lovely collection of vehicles. That's right. Yeah. yeah. When you're designing a holiday place, like a, I mean, it is a badge or a crib. <laughs> how what? How did that? How does that change what you design? What does? Are there things you can get away with? doing that you might not do in a permanent house or is it does it not really change anymore well I think that's where you know a scale thing I guess in terms of you can afford to have the the you know sort of smaller living areas possibly more more playful or maybe in a, in a in a batch situation but I think it's so client driven you know it's it's and there's know. a lot of beds in here that was I mean that was an important part of the project was it? <laughs> need lots of beds and there's lots of even the little attic you know it's kind of it's space more space where hmm. people could sleep if they needed to hmm. yeah yeah maybe I don't know possibly today with you know in the, with the with the with the property market and so forth people are, are more concerned that they're doing the right thing and putting enough bathrooms in and making you know they're thinking possibly a little bit more about sort of resale I mean when, you, when you're dealing with the numbers you're dealing with around this area I mm. guess people yeah, it's always it's a consideration for a lot of people so you know we don't it's, it's seldom around here that we've these days that we're just doing something really mo- really yeah, modest yeah and, and I mean be, yeah, I guess that makes this quite a quirky project in that sense. Yeah, but it's, I mean, yeah. It, it ended up with a large budget, but it, 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 it didn't. Uh, it, it kind of started off with with, with a great sense of modest, <laughs> modesty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's What's your favourite thing about it? What do you think works the best? Mm. Um, well, I mean, 
I guess I kind of, you know, in a way, I mean, I, the, the modesty of it in, the, in this, the scale of it does sort of appeal to me. I like the way that it is actually is, um, you know, I, I like the proportions of the of the of the the smaller smaller spaces. I think it's that's really it's really nice and it's kind of kind of refreshing. Um, yeah, so because it's somewhat something that people talk about a lot. You know, but it doesn't often actually happen. But that's what, and that's yeah. what, yes, what and, and you know, when you, you people do, they sort mm. of start thinking, "Oh, we'll do something small," and yeah. then, as you say, you start worrying about resale and oh, if we're going to spend this, well, can we get it back? So we better add a bathroom. That's and so right. You've got you know monsters. I don't, I don't know how many times we've had clients come to us with saying they want to do a, a, quite a mm. modest house, just a, you know, like 150 square meters, and before you know it, they've, they've, they've got their four bedrooms and their three bathrooms and their office and their second living room, and and they've just kind of you know blown it out to a, a reasonably common formula yeah mm. so, so you know in that respect you know just just you know not being quite so formulaic is, is, is really nice um oh look and and, and of course you know there's, there's it's a it's a wonderful location and it's got a, it's got lots of great natural attributes it's, it's elevated and it's got great views up to coronet peak and in good good sun and you know and it's and mm. and, and, and set in, a, in an existing landscape and so they're all great attributes of course which, yeah. and actually the sighting of it is actually pretty good i mean the way that you kind of sit and go out to this you know the lawn and that that sort of that's yeah. it's funny that you know for an old house that that actually did get that right well i think you know it's right i think you know this this side here that this 10 acre block largely is has a contour which faces south you know and so Mm. You know the fact that they did actually, um, you know, bring the house over to a location which, um, you know, does is, is, I suppose it's a little bit flatter and, and gets that that, that um, the benefit of the sun, and the and the that northern aspect was was you know, uh, I mean it seems very um, yeah there are, there is quite a lot of um, landscape work being done as well too because right. there was a, a deck here originally that was quite a big deck but it was quite raised off the ground whereas everything's been so this is actually sort moderated. of scraped and built up there's been, been built up there's, yeah. there's been a bit of work done yeah. up front yeah. 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 yeah yeah there's been a lot of work all around yeah mm. what made you nervous on this project <laughs> oh, I, th- I, th- I think just the uh, to be fair it was just really the the way it was the, the escalation process I think that was the it was just, just I, I felt just nervous for the for the client, just thinking, "Golly, you are spending a lot of money on this little on this little cottage, and is this are you really doing the right thing?" And and to, yeah, that from for me that was what, what made me nervous. Maybe if they'd stopped sort of halfway, it would have not been so successful because they went the whole hog. That's such a beautiful job of it. Oh no, to the to the to the credit, yeah, oh, I yeah. think it's amazing what they that what they did. They just you know they. You know, they, maybe they had better vision than us. You know, it, it, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they could they could see it. Well, thank you both. Really appreciate it. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. That was Pete Ritchie and Bronwyn Kerr giving us the background on a project at Dalefield near Queenstown, a sophisticated, crisp renovation of a 1970s Lockwood. Thanks for joining here and Altham as we explore these great New Zealand houses and chat with the architects who brought them to life. We'll see you next time.